0: Were you there when they crucified, my Lord? I, my Lord,
1: I was there standing about here. You see, it was the men under my command that nailed him to that cross. My name is, well, my name is really not important. You just need to know that I'm a military man. I joined the Roman legions when I was young. I joined to see the world, and I've seen much of it. I kept my nose clean, I did what I was told, and I've worked my way up the ranks to Centurion. And that's what brought me here. Who would have thought that I would end up in Judea in charge of executions? Not exactly a coveted assignment. In my experience in the army, I've seen a lot of people die. I've been in wars, seen the enemy killed, lost good friends. And now I see people hung on crosses. And that's what I want to tell you today. I want to tell you that this man was different from anyone else that I have ever seen crucified. Most people, when they are hanging on crosses, they scream, they cry, they beg, they curse. But not this man, he was different. He was calm. You might even say deliberate. It was almost like he was the one who was in charge. He did speak to me, but not to curse me like the rest had. He spoke to me to forgive me. In fact, he called upon God to forgive all those who were there. And I was glad I needed to be forgiven. I've never seen the sun grow dark at noon before. Have you? I've never felt the earth shake like it shook that day. I have never before experienced a day like this. And I want to tell you something. I know in my heart that God was here. And this man, this man on this cross, truly, he is the Son of God. You can trust me on this. I know because I was there.
0: it causes me to tremble
1: There, hanging on a cross next to him. I had known this day was coming for some time. Uh, I had known it was coming probably all my life. I just never could seem to stay on the right path. But when it all finally came down, and the death sentence had been given, and I was sitting in that prison cell trying to prepare myself to be crucified. How do you do that? How do you get ready to die on a cross? I spent a lot of that time angry, angry at myself, angry at the world, angry with my God. But I have to confess I was also scared. I had known to be a tough man all my life, but I was scared like a little child. I also have to tell you, and I wish I could tell my mother, that I learned to pray again. She had done the best job that she could to teach me the right way and about God. But I had turned away. But in a prison cell waiting to die, you search for God again. The pain that I imagined was nothing. Nothing like what I was feeling at that moment. It's just indescribable. And on top of the pain, the physical pain, is the humiliation to be hanging there on a cross and all these people walking by and spitting on you and sneering at you. I blamed him for that you know, no one would have shown up to see me crucified. They were there for him. And me and the guy on the other side over there, we let him know what we thought about all of that. The people kept going by and they kept saying, ah, you're the king of the Jews. Oh, you are so powerful. Come down off that cross and we'll believe in you. We'll worship you. But along the way, something in my heart changed. Maybe it was through those prayers in that prison cell. Maybe it was just listening to the way the people were talking to him. Maybe it was looking at his demeanor and his calmness. Suddenly, something clicked. And I realized, he is the king of the Jews. And not just of the Jews only. He is the king of the whole world. And even though it may not make sense, I came to know that his kingdom would survive this. So finally, I turned my head and saw that he was looking at me. And I said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And you know what he said? He said, this day you will be with me in paradise. He died first and I couldn't take my eyes off him. There he was finally at rest, finally at peace, spent His job had been done. Later on, the Roman troops came back by. My clinging to life was inconvenient for them. So they broke my legs so that I could no longer pull myself and push myself up to get that breath. And I knew I was dying. But as I was dying, I kept looking at that face. His face was the last thing I saw on this earth. But I died in peace because I knew on the other side, the first thing I would see would be his face. Were you there
0: when they nailed him to the tree? Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Sometimes it causes me To tremble, tremble, tremble Were you there When they nailed him to the tree?
1: I was there that day watching my best friend die on a cross. I can't even describe what that was like. You know, crucifixion is really death by asphyxiation because as you're hanging on the cross you can't breathe unless you pull yourself up by those nails driven through your hands. Push yourself up by those nails driven through your feet. And then you can grasp a sweet breath of air, but then you collapse. And then once again, for another breath, you pull yourself back up. And after a few hours of that, you just can't do it anymore. I stood there watching my friend go through this. And I have to admit, one thing I was feeling was I was scared. Because I knew that all these people gathered around, that many of them knew that I was his friend. They had seen me with him. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if they were going to identify me, they were going to arrest me, they were going to throw me in jail, or they were going to nail me to a cross just like that. And I was also angry. Watching him die, he did not deserve this. He was the best man I ever knew. And in fact, as we came to know him, we truly believed that he is the Son of God. And that's what also confused me. I didn't know why he was allowing this to happen. This man had such power I had seen him walk across water. I had seen him take a few loaves of bread and feed 5,000 people. I had even seen this man raise the dead. Why doesn't he use that power and come down off that cross? Why doesn't he use that power to just zap all the people around that hung him on the cross? That's what I would have done. You know, my name is John. I have a brother named James. Jesus liked to give us disciples nicknames. He knew that about me. He called me and my brother sons of thunder. I would have used that power. But not him. That was not his way. The main reason I came... Is to bring his mother, Mary. When she heard what was going on, she said she wanted to be there. We tried to talk her out of it. This was no place for a woman, it was no place to be to watch her son die. But you know, mothers are special people. She was there for his first breath, and she had to be there for his last. And as I stood there with Mary, I saw Jesus look at his mother, and he said, woman, here is your son. And then he turned and looked right at me, and he said, and here is your mother. Isn't that just like him? Look what he's going through. And he's still just thinking about others. And that's when it dawned on me. Yeah, he was hung on a cross. But it was not those nails that were holding him to that cross. What held him to that cross was love. Love for his mother. Love for me. Love for all of the disciples. Even love for those who had crucified him. Love for those who are yet to be born. Love for you. Behold, and this is love.
0: Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. Tremble Tremble
1: I was there. No, I have to tell you the truth. I wasn't there. I wanted to be there. I intended to be there, but I couldn't. I had told him just the night before that he could always count on me. I told him that even if everyone else turned against him, I would be there for him. I told him that I would even die for him. And he had looked at me and he said, no, you won't. He said, before the sun comes up again, before the rooster crows, you will have denied me three times. And I said, no way. But when the time came and the police showed up and the soldiers, I ran with everyone else. Why? I couldn't tell you. I was just scared. Now, to my credit, though, I did follow a little later, at a safe distance, just to see what was going on with him. I followed as they took him into the trial. And I went into the courtyard outside the building And I stood there next to a fire warming myself. And all the time through my head was going things like, what can I do? What can I do? What should I do? What do I do now? And about that time, a little girl looked at me. And I saw her staring at me. And her stare scared me to death. Isn't that funny? Here I am, Peter, big, tough, rugged fisherman, scared by the stare of a little girl. She walked up to me and pointed at me and said, I know you. You were with him. You're one of his disciples. And I said, You've got the wrong guy. I don't even know that guy. And I moved over to another place. And she followed me. And she began pointing at me again and telling the crowd around, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. I saw him. And I again said, Look, You don't know me. I don't know him. You've got the wrong person. But then people in the crowd began talking, and they're saying, we saw him too. You are a follower of this Jesus of Nazareth. And I said, with everything in me, I tell you, I do not know this man. And at that time, right then, the rooster crowed. And I remembered everything he had said. And I started crying. I've been crying ever since. There are no more tears. God had given me so much. He had given me such a great opportunity. Can he ever forgive me? Will he ever find me useful again to him? Do you think he'll give me one more chance? Were you
0: there
1: when the sun
0: refused to shine? Were you there when the sun refused to shine? it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when the sun refused to shine?
1: was there I had to come I just had to see this you see that cross there that's my cross I'm the one who was scheduled to die on that cross today but whenever they came to get me this morning I expected them to hand me that cross to drag up that hill but instead they took me to the governor's palace and they stood me there in front of a crowd next to Jesus of Nazareth. And the governor asked the crowd, which one do you want to live and which man do you want to die? And I thought, well, I know what they're going to say. I know who I am, and I've heard about this man. But could you believe it? They began chanting his name. And Pilate, the governor, said, well, what do you want me to do with him? And they said, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And just like that, I was a free man. Isn't it ironic? Do you know what my name is? People call me Barabbas, and that is my name. But my full name, my name is Jesus Barabbas. Isn't it strange that Jesus died on Jesus' cross? One Jesus earned that cross, but another Jesus died on that cross. I had to come today because, you see, there are three crosses on the hill, and that middle one was mine and yours that cross we earned but on that cross Jesus died for us and because of that we live and because of that we will walk away free Today, we wanted to bring you to the cross. We wanted you to see once again in your heart the salvation, the liberation, the freedom, the healing that is there in the cross. Wanted us to feel one more time what it cost God to make this possible. In just a moment, we're going to stand and we're going to sing a song. And if you need to go to the cross one more time, if you need to come to the cross to receive your freedom and your forgiveness, this is your opportunity. If you need to go to the foot of the cross to receive the healing touch of Jesus in your life or a loved one that you are carrying in your heart, we're going to have some people in this church that love you dearly standing around the perimeters of this room. And as we sing... Have the boldness to go, to take that step toward the cross of Jesus. Let's be standing.